Welcome to the Gravel Disruptors podcast. We're here to help truck drivers, contractors, and landscapers find and implement technology and information that will help them succeed at an elite level in the gravel industry. I'm Cameron, I'm your host, and I am the Gravel Boss. Thank you for joining the show. Are, are you, we gotta make, are you legit sitting in your car right now? I'll talk, I'll talk way too loud inside and I, I will for sure wake up my people. Okay. Like for, for sure. <laughs> it's actually not that, it's actually not that cold. It's only minus 10 Celsius or whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. I think it's like zero. American. Okay. Gotcha. Zero. <clears throat> well, we can keep this kind of short. Um, go this way so that you're not yeah, yeah. Sitting out in the cold all time all time uh for those make sure i'm okay uh for those that to catch people up we're talking about how easy it is to get work all these people out here stressing about not having any work they don't know how to find it for every industry i, I just talked to a guy yesterday he was concerned about finding work for his dump truck um you're in the line painting world really I've never had a problem with it. With and there's finding so many work. Di- there's so many different ways to go about it that it's just stupid. So if you want to go on your rant that you just went on a minute ago and face <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to replicate it, but I mean, it's, okay. you just answered it. It's like we agonize over, and I see companies just agonize over, hey, this this service didn't work last year. Last year we were on bid pro or whatever it's called should we switch to google ads or should we switch to facebook ads what works for you like it's a, it, the, the question doesn't even make sense it, it doesn't matter what works for me there's a million and a half ways to go get a client right now you yeah. don't need to go chuck and it's a mistake to think that you can go throw three four or five hundred dollars at google ads and then all of a sudden you're going to start generating clients if that's how it worked we would all be doing it so if you're going to put money into your marketing, which you absolutely should, you, you better make sure it's intentional and it has a purpose. Because yeah. if you're just switching services because you didn't like how many clients you got from service A, so you think, well, service B will get me more, it won't work. Yeah. It won't work. Well, and I'm, for those that don't know, I'm kind of the, the, the Facebook guru of the, of the group, if you will. Um, with uh, 27 million views I found is what I have on Facebook from my content. And that's, that's that, it? They, that can be tracked. Like I've shared some dank memes that I know have got me over that number, but uh, we won't, you know, can't track those from the personal side, but um, uh, sure. <clears throat> people look at how I write ads and they one either try to copy it <clears throat> or think that I'm just have this like magic formula to make ads work. And the only reason that I'm successful with Facebook is because one on myself, but two, I post all the time and I run just stupid amounts of ads. Mo- and what people don't realize is like pretty much every time I talk to somebody that uses Facebook, they put like $50 behind a post and nothing really happens with it and they stop using it. Whereas I'm spending like $5,000 before if like, that's how you know you're getting results or not especially in a local market, like when you've saturated it, one, you can make money off of Facebook doing selling anything. Like I, I literally think mm-hmm. that I could sell like butterfly shaped 
belly button piercings for men and I sure. can sell them on Facebook. Absolutely. hundred percent. If you, if you show up every, all the time and pay attention to the current economic or not economic current, like social status of what's going on on Facebook. Like if everybody's talking about like stocks these days, somehow make a Facebook post about that and make it funny. Cause that's what, it, that's what it is. It's funny at the moment. That's what's catching everybody's attention. Or if you buy a new car, post about it on your business page because you're going to get more results from that. New car posts get like 10 times more engagement than any other post on Facebook. Like Facebook force feeds it to people. Mm-hmm. So that type of thing, like when you find out and I'm just going to make a Facebook ads course and I'll shut it down there <laughs> for the Facebook side. I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start, I'm going to start like as soon as we get off this call. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, so can I speak to what you did at, at, at your old ceiling company? That makes sense. Like you, you ran, I'm going to guess thousands and thousands of dollars of ads right on Facebook because there was a specific intention. You wanted Correct. anybody and everybody who even remotely sniffed for an asphalt contractor where you were in Alaska to find you. And right. it was mission and it was mission accomplished. So that had a purpose what you just said is way different than a lot of the companies that are posting on Facebook, like every day, how do I get more clients? Should I post on Facebook ads? That that's not, that's not going to work. And to, to me, if you're, if you're concerned about which service to use to find leads, that's like, there are way more low hanging fruit ways to do that. To me, that's like, if that's like, you're, you're worried about the dent in your car door, but meanwhile, your transmission's about to fall out. Like, yeah. don't worry about the dent. Like, you can fix that up later. Worry about the thing that actually is going to move the needle yeah. in your business. And that's not going to be chucking money at Google or Facebook. Yeah. That will help if well, you have a system, if you have a purpose. But the main needle driver is going to be you building a brand, building a social footprint, and getting people to recognize you for who you are so that they buy you, not your ad. Yeah. Nobody wants to buy an ad. People right. want to buy that's, want to buy you. that's the most important part with ads too. If you look at every single one of my ads that's successful, they are so personal. It's stupid. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like, like one, like one of the most, like the actual like sales ad that I ever ran was me. Like I literally, literally like poured out my heart into a Facebook ad about how, like, I don't think I can continue in this business anymore because I'm depressed. I literally posted that. I don't know if you saw that. That might've been pre me meeting you. No, and, but I could absolutely see you doing that. And and it absolutely went berserk. And like yeah. and I didn't put any money behind it. And like in a sick kind of way, this wasn't my intention necessarily at the time, but like I made a ton of money from that post because people were like it was like getting shared and people were like, Oh, I saw that. <laughs> like you were like really dedicated. I'm like, wow, I was like actually pretty pissed at the time, but you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna tell you exactly what I'm doing. Like what I was literally working on before we hopped on this call. Okay. And I think this one thing will get people more work than putting money into Google ads. Are you ready? Yes. So before we hopped on this call, I showed, I showed Cameron a picture of, uh, it's it's called a Miro board. It's basically just a digital idea board. So I'm using those idea boards to build out all of our systems and processes so that somebody in the estimation department can look at the estimating board and have an exact set of procedures to go out before they leave the house or before they leave the shop while they're at the site and what they do after. So everything's organized. 
I put something on there before they leave the shop, before they leave the office. If you are going to go look at a parking lot, bring a client appreciation gift with you. Mm. So this year we're literally, I'm going to, it doesn't matter what it is because the idea popped in my brain an hour ago, but we're going to put together just a little customer care package. So if you go to assess one of our client's sites and you're meeting that, that client on site, you're going to give them a little laser line painting client gift. And it's just going to be a little baggie full of treats or, or something yeah. like that's going to do something for your business. A $40 ad that you chuck on the wall will not. So there you go. Go, go build your own that's amazing. client appreciation gift. And so that's interesting because I do something similar on the back end after we finish a job. And I started doing this with the gravel boss. I did not do this. This was sitting there. Um, we, I have basically sticky notes with my logo on them and I handwrite, thank you. Thank you for your order something. It takes literally no more time than it does to hand them our load ticket for the day anyway. And it like shows that I took a, like one second out of my day to actually appreciate them as they hand that's me it. a $5,000 check. That's it. That, and that's, that, that's, that's how you answer. create raving customers mm-hmm. by actually yeah. caring about them. And now all you got, all you got to do now is throw in a, a butterfly navel piercing. There we and go. You're good to go. Yeah, there we go. Or not good to go. We'll see. We might try it. I posted some edgy stuff that's been wildly successful. So you know, it's worth a try. <laughs> it hasn't stopped you in the past. It hasn't stopped me in the past though. I did finally hit a low point the other day, uh, actually with Mike Claudio. So we'll, uh, we'll go into that later. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, and like, <clears throat> I'm like Mr. Anti cold calling, um, which I always have been mostly. And I always thought in my head, I told myself it was cause it was stupid, but really it was cause I was scared to do it. But when That's you right. do, when you cold call with intention and actually understand why exactly it is that you were calling someone, then it's not that hard at all. And it's wildly successful. Like calling contractors in your case, you call contractors who have a, pretty messed up parking lot and you're like i can fix this for you does that sound like something you'd be interested in talking about and most of the time they say yes maybe they don't but Mm -hmm. i called seven people in a row asking if they had struggles with finding dump trucks when they needed them and every single one of them said yes oh there there you go we're not going to close all of them as clients but i'm talking with all of them you you don't you don't need to yeah i also i I need three there you go that's it. So I also had a, a unbelievably successful call yesterday with a, a client that it's a property manager down South who has a property here, a, a pretty decent sized property. It's about a hundred thousand square feet. I, I called them out of the blue and he actually said, I was quite surprised. He said, we've already has it. We have all of our work booked for this year. We book a year in advance. Damn. Okay. If you hear that, like you might get super bummed out. But I, I was like, I basically flipped out on the phone. I was over the moon excited for him. I was like, you are miles ahead for doing that. You have yes. no idea. Like he probably did it the old way before, which is ring, like call your asphalt guy as soon as you need it and hope that you get something put together. But because he had it he prepared that far in advance, like he's miles ahead. We ended up having a 20 minute phone call and it, it couldn't have gone better. And I didn't, I didn't even get a, a, a penny of work from the guy. I don't yeah. need it. Yeah. I gave him something valuable and I told him we'd help him out if anything changes. And 
we set an intentional date to follow up. So it'll be in August of this year to talk about next year. Yeah. That cold call, it, $0, didn't spend any money on ads. I developed one incredible relationship that has multiple property potential. Yeah. And if he, even if he doesn't end up using you, if he's happy with his asphalt guy he has right now, he'll probably refer you to people because of your professionalism. Also, I'm going to make a quick point about this. You're in the asphalt. I'm in Alaska. You're in Canada. It's February or end of January. And we're making these calls right now in preparation for May, June, July, August, September of next of 2021. This is several months in advance and we're preparing for it. And I did this even before I learned some of these new strategies, I was running Facebook ads for seal coating in February because that's when people start to get in the up here anyway. I assume it's the same there. People start to get some cabin fever and they're like ready for summer. They're thinking about summer. They're thinking about gardening. I was thinking about gardening today and I don't even like gardening. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> and just to speak to that, oh man, when this comes out, I, I'm so cold right now. I'm sorry. I, I can barely keep my voice. Um, if you, if you don't do any marketing in the winter, like me, okay. So we in, we're in winter climates, right? So if you're a line striper like me, you, you literally have six to seven months of work. The other five to six months, you're doing nothing. If you're not doing any marketing during those five to six months, to me, you are just signaling to all of your potential clients that we don't exist for five months. Yes. Now, if, if that's how you want to operate, okay, take your five months off, go be happy, do whatever you want to do, but don't expect to have this mass influx of work the second you start running ads in April when the snow's melting because nobody is aware that you even exist. You haven't built a social footprint. You haven't built awareness of your brand, your company, what you do. Yeah. And if you're waiting till the bitter end, you have a small, small ball mindset and, yes. and you're thinking that that those ads that you run when the snow melts is gonna is gonna drive the needle. Yeah. And it won't. I am and so cold. I'm sorry. You, you can go if you need to. I can finish. No, no, two more okay. two more minutes. It's good. Okay, two more minutes. Uh, I'm gonna talk for Facebook ads for 30 seconds and then if you want to go into LinkedIn if you're down for it. Uh <laughs> or, or is that still, oh, the, is always, that still the secret? Always. Okay. No. Uh, Facebook ads when I run Facebook ads in the winter, because I run I think I run Facebook a lot more than you do. Um because yes. that's kind of my thing. I kind of have a jive on there. Um mm -hmm. I, all of the ads I run in the middle of winter are super lighthearted. I'm running one right now about the soil test that we're completing for this, this topsoil design that we're creating. And then I'm running another one that's literally like, it's that fake ad that I wrote yesterday where I was like basically making fun of other advertisers, um, which I, anyway, uh, not trying to sell them anything. I'm just trying to open a dialogue with them to let them know kind of what we're up to. Moving on from that to LinkedIn, you, you blew my mind like what, a month ago with how to find people on LinkedIn. By the way, I've gotten an amazing amount of leads from that. Absolutely blows my mind. Like people hit me up regularly looking for dump trucks in the summer. Mm -hmm. You want me to go about LinkedIn? Yeah, Cause I, I, want you, I want you to go on, I want you to go on a tangent. <laughs> I'll, gonna, I'll keep it. You're going to start I'll, sweating. <laughs> it's going to get warm. It's going to get yeah. warm in the car. Um, I'll keep it short. So LinkedIn, the biggest thing LinkedIn has going for it, if you're in an industry like mine, so I'll, I'll just forget, I'll, I'll pause on the gravel, but just for, for yeah. line painting, if you're a line painting company or a, even a seal coating company, even though you probably do residential, 
if you're targeting businesses, go create daily content on LinkedIn. It costs $0 and it's guaranteed, guaranteed to show up in people's organic feed without you doing anything. So what that means is LinkedIn has this perception of being the, 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 the suit and tie network, right? The, the business professional network. Yep. And to an extent it's true. It's very corporate oriented. It's, but the thing is there's millions and millions of users and only a tiny percentage of them are actually generating content on LinkedIn. So what that means is when guys like you or me post our own original content, it's guaranteed to show up, not just on people's feed in our networks, but friends of our friends and connections of connections, because nobody's putting content out on LinkedIn. And so I, it, I get notified every time you like something for shit that, that, that's not even in my world, literally, not even in the same country. Yes. You can scroll your LinkedIn feed rate. If, if you have LinkedIn, like this happens to me all the time, you can go on your feed right now, scroll down to the fourth, fifth, sixth post, whatever's on your feed and almost guaranteed it's going to be one of your connections liking somebody else's post. Like you just said, yep. that, that disappeared on Facebook years ago. That doesn't mean Facebook's dead, but if you're trying to target commercial clients, especially LinkedIn is at the very least, you can use it to connect with people for the specific target clients you want. Yep. So um, if anybody wants LinkedIn help, I'm by no means an expert, but I would love to help people out, uh, get in touch with me. I should have introduced us. This is Cam Roberts on the line with me. I'm Cameron. I'm the gravel boss. I'm Cameron Hogate though. This is Cam Roberts. He's my Canadian doppelganger. <laughs> I'm still handsome though, but we'll get into that later. You can tell I'm in Canada cause I'm, it's freezing here and I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely yeah. frozen. Yep. Okay. I will let you go warm up. I appreciate you hopping on. Awesome. Thanks you for letting me come you. on. All right. Yep. Bye. Yeah. I just wanted to jump back in here real quick and make a clarification that we we are not against Facebook ads. We're not against Google ads. Instead, we actually use them extensively. The key thing to remember, though, is that <clears throat> if you are going to make money with Facebook or with Google ads, you need to have quite a bit of money to put behind them, as well as a definite strategy that you are following to get engagement and to get clicks and to get messages and calls from your ads that you are running. So if I were, were you, I would go to a place called, you know, like you to me and look up Facebook advertising. I wouldn't go with any of the advertising gurus that you see on Facebook um, because usually those are scams, but there's lots you can learn um, as well as uh, I have a YouTube channel, the gravel boss channel um, on YouTube. And you can check, I have some videos there you can check out um, about Facebook advertising. Um, like I said, I've, I've spent a stupid amount of money on Facebook. Um, I've had, I had some posts go pretty viral. Uh, and uh, I like to think I know what I'm doing over there. Um, so if you have specific questions, I would love it if you, you can even text me at my personal line at 907-795-5935. You can text me your questions that you have. We'll answer them for you. Um, additionally, Really, you know, like if you're running, if you're if you're running a Facebook page, managing a Facebook page, just be yourself, man, um, and and post the things you want to talk about. Like you got a new you got a new dump truck, post about it. Painted your dump truck, post about it. I post even sometimes like, oh, I detailed my trucks today. I I did a waterless car wet car wash on my on my pickup, and that was seemed to be very successful. 
um, that sort of thing. Additionally, other ways to advertise would be on top of calling, on top of LinkedIn, on top of Facebook. And actually, one more point about Google here that I want to go into. If you run Google ads, you're not trying to be convincing in the same way that you are on Facebook. Facebook, you're trying to be friendly and, and basically make friends with your customers. Google, you're trying to convince them that you're the best. So, so you need to remember that when you're running those. There's lots of YouTube videos about, about copywriting and all that sort of thing. Um, but uh, I, I will actually, I will see if I can post a link to some other interviews that I've been a part of to talk about Facebook more specifically. But um, some other things that are that are super important is is great, clean, clear branding on the side of your trucks, on shirts, etc. Um, big bold words, you know, like like my name is Gravel Boss, so I have both doors on my pickup um, as you know the logos covering the whole thing. The main thing we're hitting is Gravel Boss, and then our website link because we are an e-commerce site for gravel, um, for the most part, anyway. Uh, those are the only two things that matter. Don't get too caught up in the weeds of like listing every single piece of material that you can haul and every single project you can manage. Like if you, if you are a landscaper, you don't need to line out that you do lawn installs and you do retaining walls and you do, you know, brick patios and you do concrete and you do like all these other things. Um, just put, you can even, you know, if you want to line out some things you could do, <clears throat> Uh, landscaping, which is a broad enough term, landscaping, excavation, snow removal, like put those on the bed rail of your truck or, or on the, the ribs of your dump truck bed or something like that. Um, just keep it simple. Keep it clean. Make it super easy. You know, if you're, if you're like the phone calls, I know one guy who has like, uh, literally like, I think his phone number is like a foot tall running the entire length of his truck. Cause he wants people to see that, <laughs> that phone number. Um, and, uh, and really, you know, just be yourself. Um, don't oversell is a huge key part of it. If you oversell your yourself by always posting about it on your personal Facebook page, by always pitching your work on your business page, all, you know, calling people in kind of a sleazy way, hitting people up regularly um, in, in a, in a non, in a non uh, helpful way or non value adding way, then eventually you'll kind of burn some people. But the, instead, you want to seek out ways to offer value to someone. And I know value is kind of the buzzword right now, but really what can you do to make their life better today, right? Even if it's just making them smile. Um, call somebody up, wish them happy birthday. If you, if you did a job for someone last year, call them up and see how the job is looking. Like this is a great time to do that. Take a client out to lunch. Whoever, whoever you think maybe has an opportunity to give you some more work. I'd pay $50 to take them out to lunch when you're going to blow that money on Facebook ads, trying to find somebody new. Additionally, what we didn't touch into was email marketing. This doesn't work if you are a new company because you won't have any emails to send out. But if you are an existing company, then, you know, get on MailChimp and start blasting out emails to all your people. Just being like, Hey, I hope you had a good holidays. And um, we're looking forward to the season coming up. Uh, if, if there's anything we can do for you, please let us know. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Try to ask some questions um, and make it as specific as possible as to what you're trying to do. So, again, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, we have more listeners than I thought we would uh, at this point in the podcast. And uh, we will be we'll be dropping a new episode regularly um, from here on out. I apologize. We've, we've been a little busy. I started it. I shouldn't have dropped the first podcast episodes quite when I did. I should have waited a little bit. But uh, anyway, I appreciate you. 
Uh, this is Cameron. I am the Gravel Boss, and don't be a boss today. <laughs>